Hello, love. Welcome to Dr. Monica's Corner. I am delighted to be able to share my time with you with, I almost want to say my friend. Miles Anthony is someone that I met through Facebook and Messenger, and we seem to have some thoughts that are in agreement and maybe sometimes we disagree, but I knew that he had listened to some of the podcasts and I felt that perhaps he would be someone who would be willing to come on and, and talk with me so that you guys could hear some other voices besides mine. And so I'm delighted to introduce you to my friend, Miles Anthony, and he's going to help us understand his thoughts about the podcast, but also he's going to add to the conversation thoughts that he has had about things that he thinks it's also important to discuss. So, Miles, take it away. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. I appreciate, um, you know, being on the show. And like I uh, said, I was almost nervous coming on because I have listened to all of your podcasts and everything uh that you've that you've done and that you are doing thus far has been you know so on point and done you know rather well opening up the conversation and the dialogue for people to have and to you know be comfortable with one's uh, own sexuality not only with themselves but also you know with uh, with their partner whoever you know that may be um, I think you know we were discussing uh, about um, I think one of the main things that will help people even further along with their comfort and comfortability is the subject of nudity um, and being comfortable with one's own self. You know, it's kind of like when they say uh, love, right? In order to love someone else, you have to love yourself first, right? So I look at, like, nudity, mm -hmm. being comfortable with one's own nude body, you know, because sometimes people aren't even comfortable being naked in front of their, you know, partner. You know, I've heard stories about people wanting to keep the lights out and all, you know, all of that. So, you mm -hmm. know, just being comfortable right. within their skin and their nudity, you know. And nudity, I think, is very important. And it's the base for, I think, mm -hmm. mostly everything that comes afterwards. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing headphones? Um, I am not. Is it, should I put on headphones? Good, good. No, 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 no. Oh. I just wanted to be sure. Well, you know, okay. when, you, when you say nudity, one of the things that comes to my mind is that, you know, from the media and, and magazines and so on, that we, we look at perfection and most of us, you know, that could be a, a, a wish, a dream, a hope, but not necessarily a reality. And so... How do we bridge the gap between where we are and what you were saying is a sense of being comfortable in one's own skin? How do how we how do you think we get there? Um, I mean that's really something you know people always say. So like, let's say comedians, right? Comedians, and I'm just talking from an entertainment standpoint, right? They always say when you 
tell your jokes, like, so you can be in front of an audience. They say stand in a mirror. And I guess that's even with, like, you know, public speaking and, and that sort of thing. So first things first is stand in a mirror, you know, and then I guess examine your, your whole entire self. And, you know, if there are things that you want to work on, don't be ashamed about wanting to work on them. Just, you know, work on them and, you know, to your best ability. But I think, uh, you know, that that's the first things first. Start with standing in the mirror because mm-hmm. even all these images, the Hollywood images and, you know, TV, magazines, movies, music, all that kind of stuff, it's not real. You know, even, you know, social media, it's not real. You know, there are people who are out there who look like that, but, I mean, that's good for them. You know, right. I'm, not, I'm not a rock hard, you know, body or whatever the case may be, but that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's really just being comfortable in one's own skin, self-esteem, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I could... I could point out a lot of people. I, I know, I've seen women and someone I really know who basically embraced her her big body, and she takes nude shots and you know she posts them, you know, on social media. It's like, you know, that that's just taking control of who you are and you know what it is that you know who it is you want to be and mm-hmm. being comfortable. I mean, for me, I remember on my twenty fifth birthday. I uh, I went and spent it on a nude beach in St. Martin, you know, and quite honestly, I just was like, I was just going for it. I was like, you know what? I'm 25. It's my birthday. I'm going to get my birthday suit, you know, and I, I remember, I remember being on the beach and um, I remember, I, I remember taking off, and this is, <laughs> I'm going to date myself and it'll be funny. I remember taking off my, uh, my bathing suit. I decided not to date myself, um, taking off my bathing suit, and then immediately lying on my stomach, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, cool, all right, all right, cool. And then my thought was, I can't lay on my stomach the whole time. No. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm going to burn my back or whatever. And I remember, you know, counting like one, two, three, and then I flipped over. You know, and then when I flipped over, it was like it was done. And it was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what I realized is that nobody is really looking at you. Nobody's staring at you. Everybody is just there and enjoying nature and enjoying, I guess, being naked outside. You mm-hmm. know, and at that particular point, I remember it was one of the most, you know, liberating experience I'd ever had. Now, granted, at 25, I was in great shape, you know, so it was one of, but, and that, 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 that wasn't even like something that came like, oh, I'm in great shape. I'm going to go do this. It was just mm-hmm. something that I did that I wanted to experience, and yeah. it was extreme, extremely liberating at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have also made me comfortable with myself. Now, I'm not telling everybody to go out there and jump on a nude beach, but I think, you know, it should be on your bucket list at least once in your life before you are. <laughs> it's like I said, well, your I bucket mean, list. I, I it think it's, it's, you know, it's certainly a way to say, I'm going to try something, you know. I think most of us have had the the mirror experience, but the thing about the open air, I think, is feeling the air on your skin without Mm. barriers, without clothing of any kind. Um, To me, I I think that that's 
that's something that's sensual in and of itself. And I think that part of what I'm trying to do with the writing, particularly as when I talk about Tantra, because with Tantra, part of what it is is self-exploration. And mm-hmm. if you're doing it by yourself, that's one thing. But if you're doing it with a partner, then the two of you are, in a sense, supporting each other through that getting comfortable with nudity. You know, right. I mean, you think that makes sense? Yeah, no, it, it totally it totally makes sense. I think it, it, it's interesting because, right, when whenever you have a partner or whenever you're meeting someone new and it's for the first time, nobody has a problem with nudity. Well, I won't say nobody, but people rarely have a problem with nudity in that moment, in that instance, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think that having the exploration with someone else, of course, that's always a great thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great thing on so many different levels. You know what I mean? You're sharing something and you're, you're, you're with, you're just with that person and you're sharing. It's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Great. As you listened to the podcast, were there, if you could recall, are there any areas that, that maybe you disagreed with me or you had a difference of opinion about something? That I disagreed. I can't really say that I disagreed with, 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 with uh, much because, you know, we're just an open dialogue and, you know, I, I'm not the type to, like, <laughs> disagree to be disagreeable, you know? Um, <laughs> So let's say you, you talked about sexting, you know, which is something that, you know, I know people do do it. I can't say that I have done that. Like that doesn't, you know, it doesn't do it for me. But then again, I'm the guy who, who, you know, a lot of guys like to go to strip clubs. I'm the guy who like strip clubs don't do it for me. It's like mm-hmm. the logic behind it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, if I'm yeah. going to a place to sit down and have dinner and then they're, naked women walking around me, then, yeah, that's fine. But to sit there and, like, solicit, you know, dollars and 20s and throw at them and this, that, like, what, that does absolutely nothing for me. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, no, I, I really can't say that I, that I disagreed with uh, a lot or much of what you said. I, I can't think of anything that I did disagree with. And I was really getting educated on especially the tantric and all of that, you know, I was getting educated on on certain things more so than looking for something to disagree with. Hmm. And you know, it's interesting, and I do want to get back to the tantra because it's one of my favorite topics. But with the sexting, I think it's more ways that busy people um, often don't get the time to be intimate as often as they would want necessarily and so it's a way I think for two people who trust each other because if you're going to write I mean I'm not in any way suggesting that people should send pictures because I think that can get very dangerous but words I think to kind of keep that fire going to to let the person that you're involved with know I'm thinking about you and I want to do this to you or I want you to do that to me, that those kinds of communications 
can be stimulating in and of themselves, particularly for people, let's say, who are in long-distance relationships that, mm -hmm. you know, they're really tested, they're really challenged. And so um, the, the person that had asked me the question was thinking of sexting from what you hear in the news and the illegality of it because, you know, you're talking about an older person with a younger person, an underage person. And, and I wanted right. to be clear that that is never right, ever, ever, ever. But that with yeah. consenting adults, it can be quite fun, you know, um, as long as you're... I, I, sorry? No, no, no. I was, I was agreeing with you. Absolutely. No, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, I think... Right. I think sometimes, you know, with busy schedules and things, intimacy takes a back seat to a lot of life's issues. And as I try to think about helping people to enhance something that's good, it would seem to me that might be one of the ways. And, and obviously with Tantra, because if you think of a special place that's you, you set it up and then you go into it or to it in some form that that in and of itself says this is a special time, you're special to me, and and special things can happen, you know. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not like the typical, you know, it's time to go to bed, pull down the blankets, you know. This is different. This is a different environment. This has a different feel to it because the fabrics that you use are different and, you know, you just do some extra things that you don't necessarily I, I guess you could do these things in the bedroom, but my thought was some other place, you know. Right. But right, um, for sure. I, I think the other thing that I was going to piggyback on with you when you are talking about um, long distance and that sort of thing. I know a lot of people, uh, or some people that I know, you know, they get into, you know, it's not sexting, I guess, I guess it's sexting. Well, it's more like FaceTiming, okay. you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and having, you know, and being able to visually see, you know, the person, you know, long distance or whatever. I've definitely have seen people actually do that, which, mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know how stuff works, you know, whether or not, you know, it goes up in the cloud or can it be hacked or whatever, but I have, uh, I have seen people actually do that as well, you know, and that's to, like, piggyback on the sexting thing, like what you were talking about as far as, like, you know, um, if it's long distance or that kind of thing, you know? Well, it's interesting because we have, um, as I, as I'm working on this second book, I realized um, sort of out of the blue that I had not included anything about sex toys in the first book. And so I've been talking to um, one of the owners of a store here and to see if he would be willing to come on and talk about sex toys because I have seen advertised um, something that the couple each has a separate item that is wired some kind of a way so that in a long-distance relationship, they can, while they're on the phone or while they're FaceTiming, they can be stimulating 
each they can be stimulating themselves so that it gets to an ultimate climax of sorts. Sure, sure. Because it's interesting. I just saw using a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You no, know someone ahead. that has. Oh wow! I, I know someone who just had a um, who just had a uh, what is it? I guess Candy Burris has a company called Bedroom Candies, and it's all about sex toys. And they just had one of the a virtual sex toy party, so to speak, mm-hmm. or or uh, what do you call that? How do you say that? I I don't know how to even talk in this language now that everything is over Zoom and all that kind of stuff, you know. Right. But they had a. a uh, a sec- like before, you just like show up at people's house. Yeah, virtual sex toy party. Yeah, that's what they had. Uh-huh. You know, so pe- and and it was interesting. You know, she said that uh, a few people, you know, showed up, and you know, it's just interesting that I guess during, especially during COVID, I think people are just looking for ways, <laughs> you know, to connect and and that sort of thing. I'm sure the uh, the sex toy industry and the the porn industry has gone up exponentially, I'm sure, you know, with everybody being, you know, locked down and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, being cooped up, so to speak, for the past six or seven months, you know? Well, and I think, you know, with Zoom and other platforms that allow people to communicate in this, this very virtual situation, the fact that technology mm-hmm. allows them to create something that beyond the the sort of battery notion of a sex toy, it's wired so that so that two people who are you know, worlds apart, literally can Mm. use the same equipment masturbate themselves and reach a climax because the the couple is, is doing it together i mean i i so think wait, the fact you're talking about like some technology some te- technological thing where they're connected through technology at the same time you might be you know creating the next you might have just gave away an idea of like creating the next thing <laughs> i saw it i saw it i mean and and um it was in a catalog and I thought, this holy moly. And and I looked further into it because I'm not of the generation that goes easily into technology. And so right. it, it, it kind of didn't make sense to me. And so when I looked into it more, it is, you know, just like how you have some phones in sync and this in sync with that. Well, this equipment, so to speak, these toys are synced mm-hmm. so that... The two people can come together. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, well, this is uh, why know, I'm trying to get this guy to come because I think, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll let you know if he's going to do it because I, I just think it's the kind of thing, this COVID is going to be with us a good while. I, 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 I just believe that. And so we are going to have to get more creative about nurturing and satisfying and all of those things that are part of relationships, whether they're emerging relationships or long-term relationships, you know, not everybody Mm -hmm. lives together. And so, you know, how to, 
So, so again, now let me say the language that I use in the podcast when I use my own writing as an example of what the topic mm-hmm. is, have you had issues with that? No, I mean, I, I, I would say that, you know, at first, and if you're talking specifically about, you know, reading excerpts from your book, let's take that specifically, right? You know, at first, right, I, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, anything, anything can be, can be jarring at first listen. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, but then, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're adults. It's like, you know, <laughs> it actually reminds me of when I was a kid and I discovered Penthouse and they had the Penthouse Forum. I don't know if you're familiar with mm-hmm. the, penthouse, yes, the Penthouse Forum where they, where they used to write, you know, the descriptive letters and, and everything they're doing. So it's not like what you were writing was unfamiliar to me. It took me back to when I was a teenager or, or what, you know, a preteen teenager, mm-hmm. and I discovered the, fent- the penthouse forums, and I would read those letters. You know, it was just, um, you know, erotica, you know, mm-hmm. basically. But, and I think it was, it was erotica before that was even uh, a term, you know exactly. what I mean? And then, of course, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's grown, and it, it is what it is. Uh, um, you have that phenomena a few years ago, what was it, Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I never, I, I didn't read that, I didn't see the movie, but I know it was an amazing, you know, smash hit with women, you know, and, like, that was, like, the book. Everybody was reading Fifty Shades of Grey and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, like I said, I might have been jarred at first because I didn't know what I was listening to. But once, you know, you listen to one part, your first, second, third, fourth, you know, it just, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. You're reading excerpts. Let me push you a little. If Let me push you a little. Okay. When you say jarring, is there another word? Well, when I say jarring, like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like, uh, oh, like jarring meaning what you're, you're not expecting. And like I said, that surprise? was initially, yeah, surprise. That's probably, yeah, okay. that's what I mean, surprise. Okay. It's not, okay. when I say jarring, I don't mean it in a, in a way like it was just like, oh, it's like rough and rugged. I just kind of was like, oh, like, you know, yeah, so jarring might not have been the proper word. It was definitely like a surprise, like, oh, okay. And then you just fall right into what it is that, you know, you're saying, you know? And what then, as, you, like I said, as you listen to each podcast, you read excerpts uh-huh. from your book. So Let, then you know what to expect. Right. What would you say if I told you that uh, one of the comments that I've gotten is that it's raw? What do you think about that? I, I would say, <laughs> I would say <laughs> it depends on like where they're from, <laughs> maybe uh-huh. what, age group, what age group they're actually in, you know, because honestly, so I'm of a generation where I'm a hip-hop generation kind of, right? So mm-hmm. when, Cardi, when Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion came out with their song WAP, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like some people could say that's raw. So I'm I'm from a generation where I can listen to them and go, oh, all right, and I could still nod my head to it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that's all very subjective. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what you're writing is no different than what Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion were basically saying in in their song WAP. You know, uh, so yeah, that I'm not. It's very hard to, you know, uh, how do you say? It's very hard for me to find something that's like super raw. Like, you know, raw for me would be like stuff that I'm not totally interested in. Like, you know, bestiality and mm-hmm. you know, you know, stuff like you know that I just have no interest in. Like, I'd be like, oh man, yeah, that's. I would say, oh, that's too raw for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, they always say someone's someone's trash is someone else's treasure. So I guess yeah. someone else's raw is someone else's, you know, liberal. I don't, I don't, I can't think of a, the right analogy for it. But that's yeah, good, that's I mean, but really, it's very subjective. That's a good way to put it. And I think, you know, um, and I'm probably dating myself when I when you mentioned about. The, the playboy and hustler and all of that. I mean, in those days, that was the the forbidden stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, and and even grown men would hide it from their wives, even sometimes, you know. And yeah. so I I think we've come a long way, and I I think. Your example of bestiality, I know I read not too long ago that there was someone arrested because he kept going into this um, ranch, this farm-like place, and they had a stable with horses, and he was abusing the horses. And so I think that there are things, you know, that I, in my mind, I separate sickness from... um, consenting adults who trust each other and want to try some different things. Now, if the consenting adults who trust each other decide they want to go jump on horses, I wouldn't agree with that. But what they do with themselves, I think, you know, I'm I'm open to at least listening, you know. And and so I'm, I'm grateful to you for being willing to do this because, you know, it's one thing to sort of talk as as a voice of one, but when I can do it with someone else and have a really good conversation and exchange ideas, I think, you know, as we can, as I build an audience, this is what I'm hoping will happen, that more people will feel comfortable as grown-ups to talk about sex and about sensuality and sexuality because I think as I'm trying to do with the podcast you can't please me unless I tell you how and if we can't have that conversation I'm not comfortable to say the words then you know we we operate in the dark oftentimes and I, I don't think that's helpful for anybody right you know it's true and it's and sometimes you know it's interesting. You said if you can't say the words, a lot of people do not communicate, right? But if the person, you know, if if 
if your partner is silent, I mean, it's okay for you to ask them, you know what I mean? Because maybe even posing the question will get them to say, you know, if you say there, they may say no. If you say here, they may say yes. So it's mm-hmm. like you're getting, at least you're getting the dialogue in some way or another, even if they can't remotely say it themselves, you know what I mean, on what it is that they want or what, how it is, but just to have some type of, you know, dialogue for sure. For so I sure. think the point, and I, and I want to reiterate this, that the point that you're making is somebody in the situation has to feel comfortable to talk, to, to, you know, say, I need this, or I like this, or no, I don't like that, you know, and, and hopefully, but to me, you know, what I would think is before we get there, let's have a conversation about what we like and what we don't like and what we're curious about or what our fantasies are so that we're finding out at that point if we're comfortable saying the words and talking about what it is that we want, would like. Um, what do you think about that? I think, I think that, is, that is true. I can't say that I know or, you know, have experienced, you know, having a pre-conversation. Like, and, and, that, that, and when I say pre-conversation, I'm actually talking about, let's say, first-timers, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's the type of thing, first-timers thing. I think as people continue, you know, going forward, I think that conversation, you know, probably comes or, you know, after after the fact, you know, like, oh, when mm-hmm. you did, oh, when you did such and such, that was, you know, that was, fan- you know what I mean? I think that's when that conversation comes. So, yeah, I think that's when the conversation comes, you know. They'll say, oh, I didn't like this or, ah, you know, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I'm not into that, you know what I mean? But, you know, I think that's when conversation actually comes. But, yeah, I can't say even as a, you know, growing up, I can't say I've ever had, you know, a conversation like that beforehand. Mm. I, like, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm like, did I ever do that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't even think of a time that I can say, yeah, I did that. We sat down and we said, we like this, we like that. Like, no, nah, I can't even say that I did that. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I, um, I hope you'll come back. I, sure. I think that this has been very helpful and you know, I, I would encourage you to keep listening. And if you come up with something and you want to talk about it, just, you know, shoot me a note and I'd, I'd love to do this again. Thank you very much. That's having me. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, let me know anytime, you know, we'll just work it out and we'll make it happen for sure. Thank you so much. Stay safe. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you Bye. Too. Hello, I'm Dr. Monica Hayes. I'm the hostess of Dr. Monica's Corner on the Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Tune in to Dr. Monica's Corner every day on EPRN. On the weekends, you can relax and catch a matinee highlight match on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays at noon. Highlight is entertaining 
fast-paced, and has a deep cultural heritage. We are proud to bring Magic City Highlight to Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. You've got to plug into EPRN. We've got the conversation, we've got the sports team, and our music and entertainment team brings podcasting to extremely new heights. Listen in to EPRN.us. Press the app button on the site and download the EPRN app now. You'll be listening to shows in no time. Take us on the go with you. Our app is accessible on all mobile devices and tablets. Or you can just go to EPRN.us. Your listening is worth your time. Spend your time listening to an independently owned media network. Tell a friend and listen in. Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. EPRN.